Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me this morning and giving me the activities of my limbs. And y'all, please pray for me because uh, my grandson is really trying to um, take me there and he's getting on my nerves today. But that's okay. And for those of you that are out there, if you're on the road, please be safe. As in California, it is really raining. And I mean raining hard. So please be safe out there because, you know, in California, we're not used to this weather and driving in the rain. So without further ado, I would first want to talk about our topic today. Today's topic is entitled Goal Setting. Now, 2020 is finally coming to an end, and many are excited as others are just trying to make it through. Now, as we enter into 2021, have you set a goal for yourself? Many individuals would call it, or let's say that they're coming up with their New Year's resolutions, while others may just say, you know what, I need to do something different. Now, and they may have or start off with good intentions, but yet oftentimes many individuals fall off or fail to follow through. Now, today's show is designed to address goal setting and help each other become motivated as we enter the new year with a positive attitude and break some of our bad habits in toxic relationships improve on our health and spiritual life, increase our finances so that we can become more self-sufficient. Now, goal setting is a positive or powerful process for thinking about your ideas today and the future and for motivating your vision of your future into reality. So I want to thank you for listening, and I also want to join in my special guest today. Let me log them on. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear, hear you. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I want to thank you for joining me today. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. That is great. Now, am I talking to Jacob? Yes, you are. Okay, Jacob. So, you know what? I want you, and I picked you in order to be on the show today, because today's topic is goal setting. Now, as we talk about setting goals, I want to first tell you, you know, because the other day I was posting pictures about enchiladas that I cooked. And then the other day I made some peach cobbler, you know, because every now and then, because, you know, I like to eat. So I, I didn't gain all this weight by not eating. And then when I learned about you and I saw what you do, I was amazed. Like, wow. You know, we have the, the chef or the, there were the kids and all of that. So tell the listeners who you are. Well, um, my name is Jacob. I am nine years old. I live in New Jersey. And in about February 2020, I started, well, me and my mom, we started our own, um, we started, oh, well, in March, actually, sorry. In March 2020, we started, we started our own, we started our own Facebook channel. And our first, our first video we ever made were, um, yeah, we made plantain. We made fried plantain. And I was very nervous and shy back then. And, yeah, that that was my first video. That's mostly what I can tell you about me right now. Okay. So you started on YouTube. Now, I know that and your mom is going to join us later on in the show. And um, as, you know, I did have a conversation with her, so this is my first time talking to you about this. But when you started talking about cooking, what got you – motivated, or what made you even want to cook? I'm going to tell you, when I was your age, I didn't even know how to make toast. You know, I know how to cook now, but I didn't know how to cook then, because I depended on my mother to do all of that. You know, I didn't know how to make rice. I didn't know how to make pretty much anything but a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. 
So what got you or sparked your interest even into just wanting to do cooking? Well, it's mostly because I love to eat. Yeah, just love to eat. Mhm. You know that that's funny. You said you love to eat. When you say you love to eat, so you going there and cook. I was too busy trying to take everybody else's food. I would growing up in Compton. I see my neighbor. I'll never forget. His name was Robert Mitchell. He'd walk outside with a hamburger, and I'd run outside and snatch it from him. You know, so I was what they called the food bully back in the day. So I didn't realize all I had to do was either ask him to make me a, 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 a hamburger or either go in there and make my own hamburger. But I just never, it just never interests me. I love the smell. I love to eat. But I just didn't think about cooking. And, you know, now individuals are starting even younger and younger in regards to putting things together and becoming very, very creative. Now, I know that um, I was talking to your mom, and she was telling me about because of COVID in regards to having to stay at home. Now, was that something that the two of you just wanted to do together to kind of spend quality time together? What was it like for you having to stay at home even as a kid? It, it was, I mean, like, it wasn't that bad. I wasn't able to play with my friends. Um I couldn't talk to my teacher. I couldn't really do things in person, and everything was just virtual now. So it was a bit sad. Mhm. Okay. So and then the sadness, and I know, like I know with myself, food makes me feel good. I love to eat. You know, I feel better. I feel, you know, when I get in my emotions and the smell of food. And we're gonna go through some of the things that you, you know, you cook, you put together. Now, when we talk about even goals, tell me what does the word, because a lot of times, you know, as a, you know, as a young child, I'm going to keep calling you a kid, but as a young man, and even being in, in elementary school, I remember being five and people used to say, when you grow up, what do you want to be? Have you ever been asked that question? Well, yeah. Um, what I want to be, um, I might be a part-time chef, it depends. I also want to, I, I want to code. I want to code. I like coding. Okay. And you know what, coding is something that a lot of individuals, we're just learning about. Because many individuals haven't even heard about coding. So that's something, and that takes a lot of patience, a lot of skills, a lot of, you know, is, is very interesting to do also. And I can see where the two can kind of go hand in hand when one is talking about coding versus even talking about cooking and putting things together. And so when, when we talk about even just setting a, a, just a goal. Now, when it comes to even what you're doing and talking about some of the things of where you got to where you are now, because like I said, you are nine years old. And that is awesome. That's that's very awesome. And you indicated that, you know, you told us where you're from. You talked about even with what happened with COVID. What would you like to share with children or people your age in order to help motivate them, to get them going? Because I know you talked about your YouTube channel, and, and I know you got a web page. You got all this other stuff. And we're going to – I'm going to post this information on my um, – on my social media outlet, and also I thank your mother for sending me my own little um, PDF part so I can look at some of your recipes because the food looks absolutely delicious. So what would you like to share with first the kids? Um, what I want to share is to cook what you like to cook. You can make your own version of what you would like to cook. You can make your own recipe. I just recommend that you, you might want to, like, have a parent with you helping you and just to make what you like to make or try to make something that you want to make. Mm-hmm. So basically become very creative with it. You know, and that's the thing. A lot of times with children, you know, they're they're limited in regards to – I remember talking about vegetables, and I was like, oh, I can't stand broccoli. You know, I was, I think it was probably kind of about to be a teenager when broccoli came out, that I was aware of broccoli. Probably it was already here, but it just wasn't in our household. We were too busy eating um, greens and collard greens and, 
you know, very few salads, but then he'd come broccoli. And I was like, I don't want to eat broccoli. But then, boy, when my mother added some cheese to it, I was ready to tear that broccoli up. You know, so a lot of times it's finding and knowing your taste buds and becoming very creative. And like you said, cook what you like and explore and, and step out. You know, sometimes putting things together. Some things may not look tasty, but that don't mean that they don't taste tasty. Okay, so what would you like to share with adults? Because a lot of times, you know, back in the day, we used to kick kids out the kitchen. So what would you like for adults to know? Well, what I would like to tell adults is to, like, cook with your children and encourage them. Because one day they, they can cook on their own, and so, like, you don't have to cook for them. And one day they might be able to cook for you when you're mm-hmm. old. That is true. That is so true. You know, because I remember when um, when my kids, because my kids are older now, they're in their 30s, and I remember my mother told me one time to let my son make me a meal, and I was like, you let him make you a meal, I ain't eat what he cooks. <laughs> and the first time he tried to cook, the steak wasn't done, and I'm like, what the world? And I think he was probably like 17, 18, but I was always the one in the kitchen, and then I realized that if I did everything, that they were going to be lacking those skills, and that's why a lot of young individuals were so um, addicted to eating takeout food because it was convenient. And then I remember when the microwave came out, and you know, and then you try to get kids to either cook things in the microwave or the toaster, you know, and they eat pop tarts and all of these things that we know now is non-nutritional. Which I want to ask you this question because I was looking at some of your recipes. I first want to ask you, what is your favorite? What is it that you enjoy the most or you would recommend to the listeners? Um, well, I would recommend the kale salad and the canned corned beef chili. Mmm. Kale salad. Okay. And that's another thing, too, because of years ago, we didn't know nothing about no kale. You know, until we start trying to get our, 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 our green vegetables together, you know. So why, what is it that you like about the kale salad? Well, I like how it's like, I like, I like how it's crunchy. I like the seasoning that we put on it. I like how the texture feels. And also, I like how it tastes. Okay, okay. And you said then the other one was the corned beef chili. What is it about the corned beef chili? Well, I like, I like, I really like meat. I like meat. I also like, I like beans also. Mm-hmm. And I also, I, I like making my own stuff. I like making my own version of stuff and tasting it to see how it is. Like, I go to some fast food places. I order chili. And most of the time, it's just too watery, and the texture is not right. You know what? It's funny you, it's funny you said that because the other day, about a week ago, I was craving chili dogs. Because when I was a kid, my mother used to always go to the Wienersmith store. And now I see that they sell like a can of chili. And I'm like, what in the world? You know, and, and I'm looking at how the chili, the texture of the chili is not like the texture used to be years ago because some things do become watered down. And I also want to share and say that I commend you on what you're doing because even some of the recipes and the foods that I saw in, on, within your cookbook, is it looks healthy. It looks like it's something that, you know, individuals, you don't have to worry about, you know, if you're on a diet or, you know, it don't seem like it's very high in calories where did that come from? In order well, to make the world healthy. That was that was our goal. Um, because we like to eat fresh and we like to eat healthy. Mhm. Wow, that is awesome. That is awesome. And so I like your pointers that you said. You know, telling adults to cook with your children. Also, to let them explore, to um, become creative. Let me ask my grandson if he got something to say, because he in that room. Ryder, you have anything you want to say about cooking? Come say what you got to say, because you're making a whole lot of noise. Now, my son is a little much younger than you, 
but I know that he likes to cook too. What do you want to say, Ryder, about cooking? Uh, I like cooking because my mommy she she always she always tried to she 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 tried to cook and she she almost like taking a long time. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> you know what? Ryder just brought something to my attention. Now, Jacob, when we're preparing meals, and what you do is the are the meals that you have in your recipe. What is the longest that it would take to cook? Because I know that a lot of times kids' attention span can be real short. Even grown-ups, when we want to eat when we're hungry. So, how long does it take to pretty much prep some of your meals? Well, one of them it can take like a whole night because you want one of them to soak. Mm-hmm. And then, like the rest of them, the rest of them are like short. To be honest. Mhm. The rest of them are really short recipes. Okay. And I want to share with you too one that I saw. It was like a banana waffle because I'm a waffle person, and I was like, "Ooh, that looks good. I'm gonna have to try that one." So, <laughs> so again, I definitely want to thank you. Now let me speak to your mom for a minute. And it will bring you back on and you can share some other information because, like I said, today's topic is goal setting. So if you're struggling with coming up with some goals for your life, finding purpose for your life, and, you know, and I know that a lot of times this is trying time for many individuals and people are slipping into depression. They, they don't know what to do for the holidays. They're struggling with these things. But I want you to know that there is hope out there. And people are becoming very creative and finding things to use their time wisely. But if you want to call in and join us on the show, give us a call at 516-387-1914 because I would love to hear what you have to say in regards to this. Well, my mom's mom's next to me. Okay. How are you doing? I'm well. Thanks for having us on. Well, I appreciate you. Because I told you yesterday, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. And then it kind of helped me out. That's another client told me, well, talk about goal setting. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, that's true. Because a lot of times individuals are kind of losing their their focus or not knowing what to do when we talk about, you know, setting a goal or, you know, finding that and finding things to motivate them. And like you said, um, you and your son came up with this idea. So I want to hear from your perspective. How did this come about as a parent? Because sometimes we try to get our kids to do things or we, we have an interest, we see things in them. What, what, what is it like for you as a parent? Well, so it started, let's say, in the midst of a uh, collective pandemic. And we just started thinking outside of the box, right? You know, what can we do differently? And so he and I had a conversation, and we talked about cooking, and not only to cook but to post our videos. And and that sort of resonated with him. Like you said earlier, he he likes to eat. Um, He was not fond of the idea of posting his videos, but I felt that, it would encourage um, him to hold him accountable, you know, because this is something that we, we're going to do, and I think we agreed to doing it um, every day for uh, the initial two weeks, and I think mm-hmm. starting on March 17th when he was out of school. And so, um, like I said, it resonated with both of us, and then, you know, it just translated into uh, social media, we we started on Facebook, then we um, have an Instagram page. He's on YouTube, and he's had different interviews and different features. And now it has, um, you know, now we have this this recipe book, and not only a book, but we also have a uh, 2021 recipe calendar as well. So that, that's sort of how it it started, and seeing him. Being sad initially, you know, he wasn't able to go to school. His uh, neighbors, um, they moved away, so he didn't have anyone to play with. So, you know, mm-hmm. being a, a only child and being home and just wanting him to have an outlet rather than being on the gadget. 
Mm-hmm. That's some of the reasons why why we started this, not knowing um, where it would take us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know, and, and and just, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I like what you just said about not being on a gadget because I am a licensed marriage and family therapist. And one of the things that we've seen in myself as well as other therapists is a lot of children are dealing with depression, they're dealing with anxiety, you know, because of COVID, because of being at home. Like today, my grandson didn't go to school because it was raining and my daughter was off from work. And I mean, him being in the South just stir crazy. I'm like, I'm ready to leave, you know, <laughs> but I can't take it, you know. And so you want to keep kids engaged, but also um, support them. And my question to you as a parent, because a lot of times kids kind of, they want to give up. Did you have to deal with that with your son? Oh, definitely. There, um, and in in our book, I think there's a part where I talked about having set up, or I think he spoke about it in, in one of the um, sections there, where we have ingredients are set up, the kitchen is set up, everything is ready to go. Where he he agreed to us doing our cooking segment, and then he just decides I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. Or I, I remembered once we were doing, I think it was buttermilk fried chicken, and when he tasted the first piece, that was it. <laughs> so that video was. <laughs> well, then, like, you do, like, so, you know, I tell individuals that know me, that's one of the reasons, even though I'm a business owner, one of the things I will not do is work in nobody's restaurant or, um, or either not only just work in a restaurant, I can't, I can't be a cook in a restaurant because I'll be sampling all the food. I, I wouldn't make yeah. no money. I mean, I ate up everything. I remember when I was a kid in middle school, we had to do a fundraiser, and as a fundraiser, we had to sell peanuts. And to this day, I still don't have my middle school diploma because I ate two cases of peanuts. <laughs> and right. my mother said, yeah. you ate them? You paying for this, and I never did come up with the money in order to pay them up for that doggone peanuts that I ate because I was always eating up everything. So I knew that that just was not for me. Right. It's, but it also helps. It helps with his impulsivity. <clears throat> Him being, uh, excuse me, being very impulsive. Um, it, it, it allows him to understand to wait. Um, mm-hmm. to deal with the, you know, so all that aroma that's hitting him, um, to mm-hmm. be able to stand that and to wait until he's uh, finished preparing the meal in order to, to consume it. But, you know, so there are a lot of life skills that he's gained um, from this, also on my end, where I'm learning to have patience and to teach him that as well. And and sometimes I still have to remember that he's a child, you know, he's nine years old, Um and he's going to be impulsive. Uh, and so I think initially those were some of the issues that we, we dealt with. And uh, some of the foods that we eat, we like to eat oxtail, and it takes a while to prepare it. So even though he loves it very much, he's not fond of preparing it because he does not want to go through that lengthy process. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now he's understanding, you know, the process of things. So he knows that. So He's now very, um, I would say, oh, uh, but just to be careful with when he's put in a request. Um, mm-hmm. What do I want for dinner? Do I want the chili that's easy to prepare, or do I want oxtail or fried chicken? Ooh. So now Ooh, he's really not. I think I missed you something. Know, you got a recipe in there with some oxtail. Right. That recipe is not in the book. But now he's better able to make that decision regarding um, his his choice or his request for dinner based on the time that it takes mm-hmm. to prepare a particular meal. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of lessons that he's gained from, from doing this. Oh, okay, because I was going to say now, you know, I love me some oxtails. I'm like, wait a minute, did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, this book is geared um, to children. We want children uh, to be able to pick this up and, and say to my mom, you know, to their mom, this is something that's easy, it's very simple. Or their dad, thank you, Jacob, he said, or their dad, oftentimes these ingredients are found at home, so we did not want to make it too complicated. 
we wanted children to be inspired, you know, to pick this mm-hmm. up and want to immediately go in the kitchen and fix one of these dishes. Mm-hmm. You know what? And that's a great concept. I like what you indicated. You talked about patience, that if you have a kid that's overly involved or very curious and, you know, and, and finding something to do, that it can help calm them down and help them to develop and also develop a passion. You know, even if they want to give up, it sounds like he had a very strong support system, which we can go into that. Because those are some of the things that we also have to think about. We're talking about setting goals and also how your goals can inspire other individuals. Because sometimes people are so busy looking at the outcome and the success that are, how much money that they made. And sometimes that's not as important as all the other small things that we pretty much take because there were some steps that came along with that. Tell me a little bit about the support that you received from others. Well, to start our home, um, my mom lives with us and and my husband. um, So he's here. And so the support from his dad and and my mom, uh, some of his dishes that he's made are her um, recipes. his dad, sometimes he does the recording or he does the prepping for us or he cleans up afterwards or he makes sure, Ooh, that's you know, the lighting <laughs> is correct and, and so forth. So he does play an integral role in what we do and so does my mom and then our uh, extended family members who um, made monetary uh, contributions to this, they've... Um, gotten him, you know, different equipment or just food. Um, they'll maybe bring food and say, okay, here's something that you can, you know, use to, to, to make a dish. Um, he's gotten mm-hmm. phone calls. Um, we've gotten, you know, again, different things, lighting, different things that, that people have purchased for us. And we also have some, I don't like to call them fans, I would say supporters, whom we've never met, who would, you know, send us messages and just to encourage us. His school, um, they've been great with, um, <clears throat> I guess, just promoting uh, what we're doing here. And so so, so for me, it's, it's realizing how broad of a network we have that extends beyond our immediate family and also our community. We have, we have, you know, in different countries, just people from different places who've um, reached out and who have supported us in, in this endeavor. We've had our first uh, on-air interview on a guy who is here in New Jersey who invited us, invited us on. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's very, very amazing for me. And so those are some of the successes that I look at to say uh, prior to us doing this, you know, some of the individuals whom we're interacting now, like you, <laughs> we mm-hmm. to be, um, you know, in that position to, to interact with them. So it's not always about the dollar signs, but all the different things that we've accomplished. And, again, like I talk about what he's accomplished in mm-hmm. terms of how he's grown and, and, and how he will carry a lot of what he's learning through life. Correct. You know what? And that is so true. And that's where a lot of times individuals lose their focus is because like you indicated earlier, it teaches you life skills, you know, um, getting, you know, I always say, even as a therapist, we have to be willing, we have to be ready and we have to be able. And I like how your family came together and supported, and not only that, your husband, he cleaned up the kitchen. So that's a good thing, too. So <laughs> because individuals don't realize when you're prepping the food and making the food, the last thing you want to do sometimes is going in and clean up the mess behind it. So you guys right. work together as a team, and that's that's very, very good. And then also when you talked about even sometimes people will invest in your goals. Or they will um, support your goals, and then sometimes you get people that may be naysayers, and that's that's fine too, you know. But yes. you have to start somewhere, and part of it is believing in yourself. You have to believe in yourself, and you also have to know when to take a break, or Absolutely. when to, you know, to, to um, self care is also important. 
Now, my next question is, how does your son, as a parent, how is he balancing and managing that, especially when we even talk about self-care? Well, excuse me, initially, he, again, like I said, he he wasn't always very happy with Mm -hmm. doing this. I think uh, he was not into gaming as much as he is now. And one of the reasons is because, again, like you said, he's an only child at home and, you know, he's able to virtually talk and play um, with with some of his fellow gamers. But I think he's gotten a, a good grasp on it and we have sort of established a schedule mm-hmm. um, where, okay, so we're going to cook on X date or going to have a surplus of, you know, uh, food items, or again, if someone drops something off for us, then I'll tell him that on Wednesday uh, we're going mm-hmm. to prepare this dish. So then I'll give him time to like to mentally prepare himself. So it's not something that we're doing every day. We reduce the amount of time that we do it. What we're doing now, we're spending more time having him to hone his skills off camera. So getting him to work his nice skills, being very comfortable being in the kitchen without us uh, and or an adult, you know, being in here to supervise him. So those are some things that we're working on. I, I think he's he's finding a good balance. His approach is, is different now. Um, we talk about it. Sometimes we we do talk about it. Sometimes we do our research together. For Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. as an example, we were thinking of how we're going to prepare the turkey, and I think we were watching food series, and we learned how to spot cock uh, mm-hmm. a turkey, and so he was excited about it, and we, um, so we both got the, the backbone out, and we broke the chest bone, and we were able to to um, to season it, you know, have it soak overnight, and, and just to realize that what we learned on watching food series was actually true where mm-hmm. it didn't take as long to prepare it and it was like so super delicious. So his his approach is completely different. He's excited about it now and then to watch something. I think we watched we made general soul chicken um uh the other day. That was not recorded. That was something that we just did. You know, we watched the video, we went out and we picked up the ingredients. And he's also learning that, too, how to go to the store and to pick up the ingredients that he needs for a dish. Mm-hmm. He came he cooked it, and he was so amazed that it's like, Mom, for us being rookies, you know, it was the first time we made this, <laughs> that it was like the taste was so amazing. So it's 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 getting it's getting better, and he doesn't find it overwhelming. He's not always mm-hmm. happy there, pushback. There are times when I get a pushback. But I think now he's more excited about wanting to cook. Good. You know, when you said about the grocery store, it reminded me of being a kid sometimes to where you always wanted to put stuff in your parents' basket and they take it out. You put something in the basket, they take it out. And then by the time you get to the cash register, half the stuff you pick is already gone. <laughs> your mom going to put it back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All the person that you went to the store with, you know, because I was notorious for that. I would always tell people, even with my grandmother, I would only go spend the night at my grandmother's house whenever she went grocery shopping. If she didn't go grocery shopping, I didn't want to go over there. So, you know, but I, I, I like the concept. I like, where can they find his book? Okay, I'll have him to talk about that. Wait, hold on, let me get the phone back closer to Okay, you want us to both talk about it? Okay, all right, so you're going to go first. Well, you can find their book on Amazon, Ingram's Park, um, bondsandnoble.com, and lulu.com for the calendar. Oh, yeah, and Amazon, the book and the calendar is on there. And there's bookshop.com. We can just find the book. Okay. All right. So yeah. So we're like currently we are on four four platforms and counting. So more will be coming out soon. I know a lot of folks like to go to Amazon.com. <laughs> so both book and calendar is there. Just search for uh, cooking with the Jacob, and they should both um, pop up. And um, just to clarify that the calendar is mainly for adults. 
And in the book, it's for the children. The same content is in both for the calendar being in the book. So there is a brief overview of how we got started. There is the quarantine bite section of what uh, he's learned. So it's more than a recipe book. It's also a story um, behind it. On uh, He said the Lulu, L-U-L-U dot com. That's where you'll find the calendar only. We're also on barnesandnoble.com. Um, the book only is there, and on bookshop.com, our book uh, is there on that site mm-hmm. as well. Well, like I said, that is definitely awesome because that lets you know that you're never too young or too old to set a goal. And like you said, um, it can inspire individuals, inspire parents, give people ideas because sometimes people don't know what to cook or what to do with their children, because like I said, I know after this show, I'm packing my bags, I'm going home. <laughs> my grandson is just, ooh. <laughs> you know, and I know all he wants is to spend time with people, but then you got to, you know, develop that patience and trying to find things for kids to do can be a challenge, keeping them motivated. So I, I definitely commend you guys for joining me today, sharing your information, you know, if there's any ways that, you know, because there's a lot of people out there that could probably contact you or may want to, you know, add to some of the things that your your son is doing, because we definitely need to support our youth, because our youth is definitely our future. Yes. And especially when we start talking about coming up with goals or trying to find ways to aspire individuals and get them motivated. Because that's one of the things that I noticed that a lot of individuals are struggling with is becoming motivated, you know, getting up and doing something. And whether it's, you know, starting a, a New Year's resolution or coming up with ways of reinventing yourself for the new year. So my question to you, Mom, is what is your goal for 2021? Well, my goal is to um, get out and walk more. I I was doing that pre-COVID to walk mm-hmm. for an hour each walk for an hour each day. I noticed that um, I'm not as active as I uh, used to be. Um, talk about spend self care because I've I've given so much time, you know, to to making uh, cooking with Jacob a brand and making it what it is. So I need to get back to doing things um, for me. I I have an idea. I've had an idea to to write a book for several years, and it never came to fruition. But now that I went through this, and now I fully understand the process, that's one of the goals that I have is to to put that down. You know, just to start writing my book, to read more books, and also to spend more um well we do spend a lot of time together but we do things differently um with him play more um table games and and just to be out more those are some of my personal goals that i have for this uh new year okay i know my goal is to stay at home more i ain't coming over here (laughs) i'm mad right about that I am really, I really need an attitude adjustment after I get finished with this show. I'm about to pack my bag and I'm going home. Because good Lord, I'm like, really? And I told them I had something to do, and it seemed like the more I talk, the louder they get. So that happens when you have young children. (laughs) You know, and I'm just like, really? Really? I got stuff I got to do? Really? You know, now, I don't even know if her door is closed or not. It seemed like it's just open, but they ain't got to worry about me leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. When we talk about goal setting, and goal setting is the process of deciding what you want to accomplish and devising a plan to achieve those desired goals. Now, one of the things I want the listeners to know is for effective goal setting, one would need to do more than just decide what they want to do, as also they have to work towards accomplishing whatever goal that they have set. 
Because, you know, a lot of times people come up with these big, bright ideas and, you know, and yeah, it could be an idea, it could be a thought, but you've got to do the work. Now, one of the things is, and it talks about 10 steps for effective goal setting and how to set and achieve those goals. One of the things you have to do, you got to believe in the process. The first step to goal setting is having an absolute faith and belief in the process. Now, a lot of times individuals go into doubt or self-doubt or, you know, you, 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 but you've got to believe in the outcome. You've got to be able to see the vision. You also, the second step will be to write it down, pen to paper, write it down. And then third Set goals that are specific to what you want to do. You know, your you guys' goals was the cookbook. So you want to make sure that things are stemming around doing the cookbook. Also, set goals that are measurable. Set goals that are attainable. And set goals that are realistic and goals that are timely. You know, that'll be like saying me saying, you know, I'm almost 55 years old. By the time I get 70, I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so you want to make sure that there's time. And you also want to remain accountable. That is very important. What do you think about some of the things that I just shared with the listeners? Well, I, where I see where you have... Um, to write down the goals or goals that are realistic. And so I've stated my personal goals, but goals that centered around uh, cooking with Jacob, where now we need to market, um, you know, because we have, we have the books out, so we need, we need to do that. Especially now during COVID, it's going to make it more difficult. So how can we get creative with marketing this, you know, with hosting um, book signing events? Like, so... So we're we're writing those things down and and we're trying to be as realistic as possible. Um, uh, And I, again, be very, very specific and and get others on board to help us with it. So I am in agreement with what you you just shared. And, and yes, we're doing it. I think I need to spend more time, though, writing Mm -hmm. down exactly what it is that we need to do. I think we have it uh, in our minds, like this is what I'm going to do, and oftentimes, we don't really write them down as a reminder of these are the goals that we set out to to um, to fulfill. Mm-hmm. So I'm you know, I have a co-therapist that works. She, um, we've been knowing each other for a number of years. She would always say, "Being strategic, you want to make sure that you're strategic, and you also want to develop a good team of people and yeah. have positive people around you." You know, it's like I look at a goal as a dream. You know, sometimes, you know, you don't want to kill the dream, but sometimes people would discourage the dreamer, but that doesn't mean that the dream is not going to happen. So that's the way I've always viewed goals, you know, and even this time of year, because kids are out of school right now because of COVID, they just completed their first semester, they're about to go and start their second semester, many individuals have this, these aspirations of, what they were going to do their senior year. I know especially like my granddaughter is a senior this year. And her senior year looks a little different than what most traditional senior years look like. You know, we were thinking we were going to be going to volleyball games and basketball games and, you know, and first semester is already over with. So don't become discouraged if you are in school and, you know, this may be your last year of high school and, you know, If you feel that you are dealing with bouts of depression, anxiety, don't be afraid to tell someone and get some help. Talk to someone. You know, one of the things that I noticed with COVID is a lot of individuals were becoming so stir-crazy from being isolated or cooped up, and they were dealing with fears. And sometimes fear can also mess up your dream or your goal. You know, don't be afraid to step out on faith or to try something and also challenge yourself. You know, we want 2020 is a 
almost over. Let's step into 2021 with a more positive <laughs> attitude. Now, yeah. I'm going to ask you, Mom, attitude. Where does attitude play a role in goal setting? And even with some of the things that you guys have done, where did you see attitude play a, a real viable role? Well, again, being positive, um, again, if Jacob wasn't cooperative in this, if he didn't want to be a part of it, then our goal would not um, be fulfilled. You know, we would not have accomplished anything. It would have been an idea. We came up with the idea, and it would have been short-lived. So I think attitude um, is key, and also to realize that no one stays happy all day. No one is upbeat all day. No one is always motivated. But just to find different ways, and and for me, is to work with him. He's already a strong-willed child, but instead of having fights, you know, is to be able to negotiate with him, and and for us to agree on on a goal, agree on an activity, agree on something that we're gonna do, so that the attitude does not destroy our goals mm-hmm. or our plans. Wow. You know what? And like I said, and a lot of times individuals don't realize the importance of attitude and not even the importance of even setting goals. Now, I, I want to read to the listeners, and I found some information, and it's coming from lifehacks.org, and it talks about eight reasons why goal setting is important to a fulfilling mm-hmm. life, meaning you know, if we want our life to be fulfilled, we got to have a plan. We got to, you know, have to find out what our purpose is in life. And that's why goal setting is important. Now, you know, and I know tomorrow I'm going to be doing a show from the pulpit to the couch where we offer biblical information. And they used to say, if you want to make God laugh, tell them your plan. But the one thing, if God is in it, it will laugh. And it will see itself through because his will will be done. And sometimes he will give you what you need in order to succeed. So when we start talking about the eight reasons why goal setting is important to fulfilling a, a fulfilling life is it's important when we start talking about setting goals in order for it to be effective, it cannot be overstated in regards to what our personal journey is, because a lot of times we have our plans, and we talk about, I want to do this, I want to do that. Well, in this article, they talk about why goal setting is important, and the first thing they mention is that goals guide and align our focus, meaning it is hard to get where you want to be in life if you don't know where you're aiming for. You know, your son has good leadership coming from you because you're able to help direct him when he's going off course and still keeping it child-centered. And that is very, very important, especially when you're dealing with children. But, and staying focused. Now, we talked about it earlier in the show. Sometimes we get discouraged. Sometimes we need a little bit of pickup. Sometimes we need someone to motivate us. Sometimes we need to let people, you know, we have to remember what is our end game. So setting a goal, like I said, it aligns it aligns with our focus. Another thing is, in talking about this, is goals can help one avoid what's called the shiny object syndrome. Now, the shiny object syndrome is always being in pursuit of the next big thing. You know, sometimes, especially with kids and even young adults, they Always got another project. Always. My son was notorious with jumping from one thing to another without even finishing what he started the first time. You know, so it helps avoid the shiny object syndrome because one will not get anywhere because they continually change the direction that they're heading in. Now, I don't know if I asked you that question, but did you find it where your son would like skip, like, Mom, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do this. Or, you know what, I want to do this. Did you have to deal with what's called the shiny object syndrome? Sure, definitely. Again, but it, it, it comes back to having conversations about it and trying, you know, redirect and refocus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and the thing is, and like you said, redirect and refocus, not only for children, but also for adults. Adults is really hard to keep our attention span. 
you know, and your goal can sometimes help you create mental barriers or blinders that can help you remain focused on what you think is important and avoid the things that are second priority. Because when one outlines their goals for themselves, they're able to avoid the things that distract one from achieving and accomplishing those goals. And goals, setting goals, will help one in regards to when they're trying to get these things done, it will basically help one reach their personal definition of what their success is. Because success varies from person to person. Another thing is goals can turn our largest goal into manageable steps. A lot of us have big hopes and dreams, and it's one of the things that make our lives exciting. But a lot of us will never take the time to figure out how we can effectively get from point A to point B. And you know what? And I got to bring this up. And I, I, I apologize if I'm calling you mom, but I got to bring this up. <laughs> we started talking about even dealing with what we looked at today. When the young lady wanted to run for president, and then she was still, she dropped out of the race, and people thought, oh, my God, you know what? We wanted her to be our first president, female president. And, you know, and then she got it, and she made it to vice president. She had a goal. She still didn't give up. A lot of time we start talking about timing. So I just had to throw that out there. So sometimes <laughs> when we're looking at the end product of our goal, it can be intimidating, daunting, and discourage us from even pursuing them. But thankfully, goal setting helps us break large, intimidating goals into smaller ones. Meaning, even though she did not run for president, she still became the first female vice president. So, I had to put that out there again. Now, it is the foundation from which we began building the life that we truly hope to have for ourselves, our families, and even our communities, depending on how big your goal is. Now, I want to ask Jacob again. Jacob, with the goal that you had, and inspiring other children. And even as I saw your picture, it kind of reminded me of the television show when they had the junior chef with the children. What other goals do you have for your life? Um, well, one of the goals I have for my life is to develop my coding, to, to develop my coding skills along with my friends, um, to attend a game in summer camp, and to develop friendships with, well, to develop friendships with other children who call the game. And also just to create my own game one day also. And also to become maybe a part-time chef. Okay. Okay. You know what? And there are, and a lot of people don't even realize that there are so many upscale restaurants and how important it is and, you know, even putting things together and being a chef, that's, like I said, I, I commend you for that. I, I do. Another thing when we talk about goals, it encourages one to take action. This builds on the last benefit of goal setting because not only does effective goal setting help one break down their larger goals into smaller ones or more manageable ones, but it also encourages one to actually begin taking action for those goals. And a plan is completely worthless if you are not willing to invest the effort required to execute it. So that means that if it's your goal, got to be your action. Don't make goals and expect for other people to do it for you. Even if it gets hard, don't give up. Don't give up. Stick to it. You know, and these goals will give you something to plan, to work towards, and especially they can also help you to propel to move forward. Now, another thing is goal setting helps you to continually improve. You know, sometimes we got to step our game up sometime or, you know, we can go from one thing and then after we've done that, we can continue to improve because there's always work to be done. There's always things that we can do for ourselves. 
Now, I'm going to ask you, Mom, what are some of the things that you know or you would like to continually improve on, even with the project, even with the calendar, even with the recipes and the book? What are some of the things you would like to still continue to work on? Well, if you were to or if anyone were to visit his uh, Facebook page and see when we first started posting our videos, they were very lengthy because um, my thinking at the time was to show the process where it wasn't I was doing it and, and just putting on a front to make it appear as though he was doing it. So mm-hmm. the videos were very lengthy, you know, sometimes up to 30 minutes, and I remember um some of the feedback that we were getting was to shorten it because I wasn't, you know, I would occasionally watch uh, cooking shows and, and folks would show you the process. That I wasn't really into social media and know what people are looking for and that people's attention span is down to like three minutes, mm-hmm. if that. And so over time, I learned how to edit the videos from my phone. I, I didn't even know that my phone had that capability. So I've learned, and our our videos now are most of the time now they're about five minutes, a little over five minutes, even though it takes us hours sometimes to get to prepping and you know whatever and to do retakes and so forth to be sure that we're getting it done correctly. So I've grown in that area, um, and so I will continue to to make improvements also with our uh, food photography and our food styling. Uh, we're growing in that area because, you know, the appeal of it and, and just to, to take some great pictures to post. Um, again, continue to have conversations with him to recognize that he's still a child and mm-hmm. allow him to have his goals, allow him to have a voice and to be a part of the process, um, you know, not to necessarily dictate to him. Sometimes as parents we have to make those um, ultimate decisions, but it's not unilateral. You know, he's a part of it. He knows what's happening. He's not always on social media. He sees the comments. He gets a chance to to respond <clears throat> at times. But um, it's just to, to expand on what we've done to, I think, one of his goals that he hasn't shared, and I think it's both of us goals that we, goal that we have, is to see our book published in different languages. Jacob, you want to talk about some of the languages that you would like to see the book published in? Um, I would like to see it in, like, Asian, Chin, and Spanish. We don't we don't know what, like, language I want it in African, though. Mm-hmm. But I know what, like, I know what languages I want it for, like, Asian. I want it in Japanese, Korean, and Chinese. I don't know what for Africa, though. I don't know what language is for Africa. You know what, one of the things that I want to share with you, Jacob, is this show, even though it is Blog Talk Radio with Precious Predicaments, if you go and you Google like Jeanette Abney 2020 podcast, the podcast can also be heard in several different languages. So it's translated now. I don't know how they do it because me and the computer partner, I'm not that savvy when it comes to that. But I do know mm-hmm. that, the light, that the show is also heard in other countries to where your voice will be translated. So they may reach out to you and want it to be transcribed into another language. You just never know. And that, may, and that goal, and just even being on our show today, may even open up some of the doors in regards to that. Wow. That's exciting. I'd love to share that part with you, Mom that the show is also heard in different countries in different languages. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, if you Google Jeanette <laughs> Abney 2020 podcast, you can click which language you want to hear the show in. Also, okay. goals keep individual accountable. A lot of times we talk about goals, we think of responsibilities, but we also have to remember accountability. And goals can make one feel good. Because when you're done at the end of the day and you can take a break and be like, ah, I've done it. It's done. Mm-hmm. And it's not always an I because, like I said, there's no I in team. So we do have to remember that. But we have to make sure that the goals that we set 
will not also only make us feel better in life generally, but if we stick to them, but it can also help other individuals as we are adding to other people's lives, inspiring other individuals, and letting people know that things are possible. Now, yes. in the show right now, is there anything, Jacob, you want the listeners to know before we end the show today? Where can they find you? Oh, you can um, find me uh, at Instagram at Cooking with Jacob Nine. You can find me on Facebook at Cooking with Jacob, and on YouTube you can find me at Cooking with Jacob Nine. Well, thank you, Jacob. I appreciate you. I will definitely try your waffles and bananas because that looks very, very yummy because I, too, like to eat. And <laughs> I know you can do it. Okay? And, again, okay. thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. And I want to tell everyone, happy holidays. Be safe. Remember to social distance. Wear your mask. Because we want to see you in 2021 and and more of and other years to come. Again, thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Thank you for having us. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye.